G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. G'day, Matt G's here with today's 2020 podcast. Don't forget, you can hear the full program every Monday to Friday on the Vision Radio Network and the best of 2020 every weekend. Check out the program guide, vision.org.au, for the correct time in your state. This week is the International Week of the Deaf. The World Federation of the Deaf first launched International Day of the Deaf in 1958, and that day over the decades has been extended to a week. The purpose is to draw the attention of politicians, authorities and the general public to the achievements of deaf people and the concerns of the deaf community. During this week, organisations of deaf people worldwide are encouraged to carry out information campaigns about their work and to publicise their demands and requests. CBM, or Christian Blind Mission, is one such group seeking to publicise the plight of those who are deaf or have hearing disabilities. Anna Gaskell is the Community Education Manager at CBM Australia, and we spoke to her about how their work at CBM ties in with people who are deaf. CBM is actually uh, an organisation that works across all areas of disability. So although our name would suggest that we're working just in blindness, we are in fact the biggest organisation in the world working with people who are poor and deaf. So it it is a big part of our work. So looking at some of the different works that you do using uh, the resources available to you, how do you work with people who have disabilities? So for this particular instance, you know, during the International Week of the Deaf, I guess you're highlighting some of the issues that deaf people face in developing countries. Yeah, we are. And look, there are actually 70 million people who are deaf in the world. 80% of those live in low and middle income countries. So in the countries that we think of as the poor countries of the world. If you look at people with a hearing impairment as well, that, that figure doubles. It actually is the most prevalent impairment in the world. And it's an important part of our work. Last year, for example, we distributed 16,000 hearing aids. We got 18,000 children into school children who are deaf are now in school and that's really you know lives transformed for for those children in school for the people who've got a hearing aid their lives will be turned around from from that moment we're also working with communities teaching them sign language it's one thing for the person who's deaf to speak sign language but if no one in the community can speak it then they're still isolated so it's an important thing to get more and more people in the community using that sign language as well now, sign language is an interesting issue because uh, like a lot of different spoken languages, the, the dialect, I guess you could say, varies from country to country, doesn't it? It does, and even within countries it varies. Here in Australia, I did an Auslan course last year and I found that if I spoke to someone from New South Wales just with my very basic sign language, we had some different signs that didn't make sense to each other. So it does it does develop just like spoken language gets some local or regional specific ways of of talking sign language does as well. Last year I was in Bangladesh visiting a CBM project there and I met a man called Wadud and he told me that one of his dreams is 
for a universal sign language just within Bangladesh. So he, he has a very local sign language, but there's no formal, official Bangladesh sign language. So that's what he wants to see, because when he travels just outside of his village, he can't speak even with the other people who are deaf because their signs are completely different. So that's one of the things that he's working towards. In a, He's part of a local self-help group. It's called a deaf club, and it's where deaf people come together and work together to speak up for their rights. So he's he's doing great things through that group. It was was very inspiring to meet him. Well, you mentioned before about some of the countries that CBM works in, some of those really poor countries. Where would you find that being deaf is very much uh, a life-changing issue? Uh, and even then again, being able to have help with their uh, hearing impairment then can change the course of their life. Yeah, it's interesting with 80% of of people who are deaf being in those poor countries, it's also in those poor countries where being deaf has the most negative impact on your life. So in, in poor countries, there's often not hearing aids available. There's no one to test ears and notice that there's a problem for early intervention. There's no trained uh, sign language interpreters. There's no other community rehabilitation that's needed for people who are deaf for them to be able to participate. So where the most people are who are deaf is where there's the least amount of services and support available. So what are some of those countries that uh, first come to mind that really are struggling with this? Oh, well, it's it's a fairly um, broad distribution across poor countries. I obviously think of Bangladesh because that was where I was just last year and and met this entire group from the Deaf Club and saw the great things that they were doing. But it's also an issue in in other parts of Asia and also in Africa. So all the places where CBM are working, then deafness is an issue. Now, it was only a few weeks ago that we here at Vision Radio were taking part in the Miracles Day and looking at people who were suffering from cataract blindness, uh, working with CBM then to uh, help you guys initiate treatment and initiate strategies. What are some of the projects, uh, other than what you've said in Bangladesh, that you work at? You distribute hearing aids, as you've said. Is there also the opportunity then to have trained medical staff go into some of these countries and and help diagnose and then in some ways, although treat's the wrong word, that's kind of what you're trying to do. Yeah, that's that's true. In, in the countries where we're working, it's often not practical for us to send are trained medical professionals into all areas. For example, you know, Ethiopia are very large. It's a large country with lots of mountains and villages are scattered all throughout the, the hills there. So we actually work through community-based field workers. So those people, they're not formally medically trained, but they they go through a training that we offer for community-based rehabilitation and we give them the skills to be able to know and recognise when someone has a hearing impairment or is deaf, they can then help them get to the the nearest town that does have some medical services available. So those people that we're sending out, they're the ones who know where services are available. And whether that be in the regional capital or in the actual country's capital, they'll help those people get to the services that are available. And they also are trained in sign language so they can be running the classes out in the community to make sure that other people can use sign language. It's interesting you just mentioned, you know, the difference or the the relative issues between blindness and deafness. There's a quote from Helen Keller who's actually deaf and she was deaf and blind and she said so obviously she's got a personal experience of both of those those disabilities and she said blindness separates us from things but deafness separates us from people. 
And I think that's very profound that that people are social creatures and communication is just so important to us. So she found deafness a bigger barrier because it isolated her from people. So I think God made us to be in relationship and when we can't communicate, we we do lose something very significant. And it's interesting too, looking at the ways that uh, people are able to have this impairment, if you like, overcome because it's incredible to see the, the advances in technology, things like advanced hearing aids or cochlear implants that can also be used in places where CBM are working. Oh, it's true. And the turnaround is, is remarkable. So social isolation is a huge issue for people who are deaf and it stops them getting into education, which then stops them being able to find work. And so they're caught in a a cycle of poverty and disability where the fact that they have that disability is the thing that's keeping them poor. Um, So coming in with some modern technology, with some intervention, as well as with helping people be able to overcome just the communication barrier in a practical way through sign language really does transform lives. I think as followers of Jesus, we're called to go out to the margins. So people in the margins who are excluded are required by Jesus to be, to be brought into the banquet. That's what we hear in Luke chapter 14. So people who are deaf or have a hearing impairment are definitely amongst those who need to be brought in and included. And that's that's what our work in poor countries is about. Well, Anna, just finally, uh, one thing that you, you are very careful to make sure people realise is that you know, the work of CBM, as it happens in, in places all around the world this week, focusing on the work on people who are deaf or hearing impaired, it's part of International Week of the Deaf. But here in Australia, we actually have a, a whole week dedicated to recognising people who have hearing difficulties and, and are deaf later on in the year. That's right. So later in October, there's a week in Australia that's for the deaf community to celebrate. But because CBM is an international organisation, we are putting most of our emphasis on the International Week of the Deaf. So if, if anyone wants to learn more about our work in this area, the best place to go would be to our blog, which you can find at cbm.org.au. And if there is just a chance to give everyone who's listening a big thank you for their participation in the Miracles campaign, I know that through Vision Radio, 663 miracles came about. So 663 lives were transformed through people making donations through listening to Vision Radio. So thanks to to the station and to all the listeners who got involved with that. And it's great to know that uh, that work is being continued by a Christian organisation who is working in the margins, as you said. Anna Gaskell, thanks so much for joining us and giving us a little bit of an insight into some of the other areas of work that CBM are undertaking. Thanks very much, Matt, for the opportunity. That's Anna Gaskell. She's the Community Education Manager at CBM Australia. To find out more about their work with deaf people or to find out more about the work of CBM Australia in general, just go back to our blog site at vision.org.au forward slash 2020 dash blog. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.